If you hate anxiety and want to learn what you can do to get rid of it, then you're in the right place. I'm Larry Quicksall, a mental health therapist with 30 plus years in the field. I've spent the past decade specializing in helping those with severe anxiety disorders, and today I'm bringing my knowledge, insight, and experience to this podcast. My goal is simple, to help you escape the pain and frustration of anxiety so you can better enjoy your life. Thanks for joining me. Let's get started. Today I want to talk a little bit about the differences between thoughts and feelings. Now, whenever I'm using the term thought, I'm also going to interchangeably use it with belief or a statement. Whenever I talk about feelings, then I'm talking about emotions. So what's the difference between the two? A belief is something that you kind of proclaim. You say something. You uh, Uh, you declare it. It's something that can be challenged. It could be measured. Uh, It's something like, uh, for example, um, my cat is ignoring me. Uh, uh, My deck is too small behind my house. My wife really enjoyed going out to the movies last night. Those are statements. An emotion, on the other hand, is, is a, a, a word to describe an internal emotional state. For example, happy, sad, angry, mad, hopeful, fearful. You get the idea. They're typically just one word that is used to describe this internal state. Now, sometimes we can get these kind of confused. We will combine them in a sentence using the word feel or feeling. Such as, I feel like my cat doesn't like me. I feel like my deck is too small. I feel like my, my wife liked the movie last night. And... When we're saying that, we're kind of implying that the word or the phrase, my cat doesn't like me, is actually an emotion. And you won't find that on any list of emotions, you know, the happy, sad, angry, mad, my cat doesn't like me. No, it doesn't fit, does it? But that's something we've come to use in our society. And in a way, it puts an overemphasis on the emotional experience over what the reality of it is. If I say my cat is ignoring me, that's basically just a statement of fact. And uh, when we say, I feel like my cat is ignoring me, we're implying an emotion. And if somebody says, no, your cat's not ignoring you, you know, it looks at you or it rubs against you, then you may, in response, say, well, it feels that way to me. In other words, using it in that form, kind of as a defense mechanism, when we use it in that form, what's happening? We are uh, negating, we are uh, blocking any challenges. Now, whether a cat's ignoring you or not, 
you know, for most people, that's going to be irrelevant. But now let's put it into a more serious kind of thing. If somebody says, I feel like my boss hates me. Okay. Then is that really an emotion? Or is that where we're using, you know, as kind of a defense mechanism, we're putting in the word feel. I feel like my boss hates me. And if somebody tries to challenge it, then you've got this, this defensive approach of saying, well, it feels that way to me. What if we remove the word feel? What if we kind of get out of the habit of using the word feel when we're trying to describe a belief or statement or a thought, and we simply say, I believe my boss hates me. Or make it a little bit more succinct and say, my boss hates me. Well, now that can be challenged. Somebody can say, if you say, my boss hates me, they can say, why do you believe your boss hates you? Do you have any evidence that your boss hates you? Well, you see, then we're actually challenging a thought. Not necessarily challenging you, just challenging that thought, challenging that belief. And then we can, we can decide, is that belief, based on evidence, is that belief accurate and true? Because when we use the word feel with it, we, we can stay with a possible false belief. What if your boss does not hate you? Maybe your boss was having a bad day and was this way to everyone. Maybe you have been making a series of mistakes in your job and your boss has been working with you and is getting frustrated. Is that the same as hate? No, frustration's not the same as hate. If frustration was the same as hate, you know, we would all hate everybody. So what we need to do is have a way of challenging our beliefs, especially when we're talking about anxiety disorders, in a way that we can honestly challenge them without falling into this, this uh, trap, you could say, of, of kind of confusing it with being an emotion when it's not. So look to your own life today. See how often you use the word feel in that sentence or in any sense. I feel this or I feel that. When you're not talking about emotion, you're actually talking about a belief. Take out that word, word feel and put in the word belief or believe. Now, does that change how you view that sentence? Do you automatically want to start challenging it? If you do, that's a good sign of recovery. You're moving in the direction of recovery because we've got to challenge inaccurate thoughts. Okay, that's it for today. Hope this was a good one, and we'll catch you next time on the I Hate Anxiety podcast. Bye-bye. The I Hate Anxiety podcast is for educational purposes only. And while I am a therapist, this podcast is not counseling or therapy. If you need counseling or therapy, seek out the services of a licensed professional in your area. And if you are in crisis, call the Crisis Call Center at 1-800-273-8255.
800-800-8255 or dial 911 or your local emergency number or go to your local emergency room.